So I went up to London on Tuesday evening. Uh, normally, I wouldn't tell you that. It's kind of, you don't need to know every time I go up to London. But if I told you it's the first time I've been up to London since the beginning of March, and the only reason I went up was to support the event industry uh, with the hashtag WeMakeEvents, you'll look at it in a slightly different way. Uh, so in this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff that happens behind the scenes that you don't necessarily think about because you're not meant to um, and give you a slight insight in what it's like to work in the event industry. So sit back, relax and uh, here we go. Welcome to Magic Talks, hosted by Magic Man London. Magic Talks, Magic Man London. So how is everyone? Welcome to episode nine. Uh, it's been a week already since episode eight, obviously, as they're, as they're released on a weekly basis. It makes sense that episode nine today. Uh, like I mentioned in a minute, I'll be talking about the event industry, how it's struggling at the moment, and the sort of way that you can help. Uh, don't worry, it doesn't cost you anything. It's kind of using social media and telling people. Um, but before I get on to that, uh, how's everyone cope with the heat this week? Uh, it's been it's been almost unbearable. I mean, if you were on a beach in France or wherever you're going on holiday, and it got too hot, you'd run 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 into the sea, cool down, come back off, and you got hot again, you'd just jump back in. Over here, the only thing we've got in the garden is a paddling pool that we've got off the internet. I say paddling pool, it's a, it's a medium sized swimming pool. It inflates in like two minutes. Fill it with, now here's the thing, it inflates in like two minutes. Filling it with water takes about 40 minutes, which when it's baking hot, you just want to jump in. It's like, fill up quicker, I'm melting. Um, and iced coffees, how good are iced coffees like made at home when it's hot? You can have water, you can have cups of tea, but if it's, not if you're on your last breath, it's not that bad. If you really want to cool down and you've had 30 showers in a day already to try and cool yourself down, that's another interesting one. You can have a shower to cool yourself down and then it cools you down and then I swear you end up hotter afterwards, even if you have a cold shower. Um, and where I live in the house, I'm at the top of the house. And as everyone knows, hot air rises so i was leaving all my windows open so I'm like leave your windows open and the air will come through i've opened up the other windows at the top of the house it turns out that just makes it more into a sauna so search the internet and it's like right what else can we do apparently if you close the windows pull the blinds down it keeps the heat out and then you open them up in the evening so i tried that it kind of worked Apart from in the evening, it's still like 27 degrees at midnight or 1am. And it's just kind of, you end up washing your face and then just not drying it, putting the fan on, hoping it dries. Anyway, <laughs> I pulled for like two and a half minutes about the weather. That's typically British. Uh, what else have I been up to? Uh, went up to London, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, and then I watched another magician do a show on Facebook. And it's made me kind of 
I, I love close up. I really do. It's kind of I think it's the best form of magic. And I thought I want to have a TV show next year, so I'm now getting back on that. And the ideas I'm having are just kind of so much better than the first round or the first ideas I had because I think I haven't been focusing on it as much. And then somebody else I know said I should lecture magic. So I've got all these things going around my head and it's kind of, I'm looking forward to doing them now. It's stepping outside my comfort zone a tiny bit, but I think we all need to do that every now and again. Um, where was I? Oh yes, anyway. <laughs> I had to write it down on a bit of paper, otherwise I forgot. Um, <laughs> if you can see my desk now, it's literally covered in little bits of like post-it notes with things I've got to talk about. And then I asked people what events meant to them, so I printed those out. So I thought I can't check it on my phone while I'm recording this. You probably can, but I don't want to risk it. I don't want to talk, go through all this stuff, and then find out that it didn't actually record. Um, so I'm now working on kind of a parlour show. So when I do events and people can't come that close, there's tricks I can do. Um, and it's actually really good fun going through old books, looking up new methods and just seeing what works well together. And then I've seen a few tricks I like, but everyone performs them the same way. So I'm going, right, how can I make it different? One second, let me just grab a quick glass of water. I say a glass of water, it comes out one of those little flasks, gives it cool. One second, bear with me. Also, what's your favorite cake? Um, there's a girl I know who makes amazing cakes and she was making a fruit cake um, and I said I prefer chocolate and then she went vanilla is better than chocolate. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yes, her cakes are lovely, but if you, if you had to choose between a vanilla and a chocolate cake, what would you choose? There you go, there's the thought. I, I was doing it again, I was waiting for your response, going, nobody can respond, you're literally recording it now, it doesn't go out until Friday, which I want to keep when you listen to this. Um, so let me tell you a tiny bit about what happened in London the other night, uh, but a brief backstory first. So last year was good for gigs and everything, this year was lining up nicely, kind of plenty of gigs booked in, lots of exciting stuff in the pipeline. And then COVID-19 struck and overnight, pretty much everyone in the event industry's calendars got wiped out. So we were the first industry to shut down and we're now about five months later and we're still not allowed back. Um, and then there was a post on LinkedIn the other day going, following Boris's advice, uh, I've changed my wedding plans. I'm now getting married on a plane with 200 of my friends, because that's allowed. Uh, we're going to certain countries, which are allowed. We're going to nice restaurants, so that's fine. Uh, and then we can go to the gym that's open 24 hours for a Zumba, so we can do the dance in there. And it just went down a huge list of things you can do. And we're trying everything we can to kind of get back to events safely, including the other night, I think there were like 7,000 event people in London were all wearing red t-shirts, which looked, looked amazing. I got off the train at Waterloo and it was really odd. I got the train up 
Arrived at Waterloo on Tuesday night about six o'clock. And Waterloo is fairly quiet. Um, and it's a central hub. And most of the shops were closed. I think there was one open. And it just felt slightly odd. And then walking towards the South Bank, I suddenly saw a few red t-shirts and it kind of erupted into... Oh, it was just amazing. There was just a sea of red. Um, and it was good catching up with people that I knew from previous events and just talking to people. And I don't think people realise kind of what an event is, if that makes sense. Um, so, let me clarify. It would be interesting to get your feedback on this as well, if you can leave a comment or whatever on my Instagram or whatever. Um, what would you classify as an event? Um, and before I do that, I'm going to read out what some people have said. Because on social media, there's certain groups I belong to that work in events and everything. So I've put this question to them. I said, what do events mean to you? And uh, the first woman to reply wrote this. And she was in London the same night I was as part of kind of the hashtag we make events. Checking out, it's amazing. She went, we were there too. For me, events are everything. It's Christmas morning, it's togetherness, it's activism. It's thousands of people creating and appreciating and experiencing. It's the thousands of people behind the scenes making the magic happen and the joy it brings. Someone else wrote, for me, events are everything. Having to create and produce a wedding or event for a client is amazing. Knowing that myself, a team and the couple created the couple's visions and having an amazing end result. Uh, another one, events mean a gathering or celebration of emotion towards one or multiple core focuses. Events bring people together when outsiders wouldn't always mix. Love that one. Uh, events expand human relationships in some form or another. Um, and uh, th that one got me thinking. Events expand human relationships in some form or another. And I think it got me thinking about kind of this online magic and TV magic and everything like that. When I was on the South Bank the other night, uh, we were having a few beers, socially distanced, or wearing masks. Um, I was doing magic for people, like groups of people. Yes, they weren't taking cards and everything, I was adapting it. And it made me realise for the first time since March, I was back performing. Yes, I wasn't being paid for it. But seeing the smiles on people's faces, interacting with them, laughing with them, you can't get that online. It will never, ever happen. And as good as TV magic is, nothing will ever replace seeing it live. It, it can't. Um, I know I'm going off on a little rant, but I think it's, I think it's important people realise that when you work in events, it's your way of life. It's kind of... It's the people you meet uh, along the way that help you out. We help each other out. It's like I've called someone earlier who works in events. Um, and he's doing small dinner parties. But it's not the parties he's used to. It's not the parties I'm used to. And the dinner parties he's doing is one family that live in two households. So they're protected by that bubble. But you want to mix with people. It's kind of, that's what humans do. We talk, we interact, we shouldn't. 
spend hours upon hours on devices and stuff like that. It's like, I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon. And something special is happening, and it's going to be great fun, but it's not going to be kind of as good if we can meet up. There's a group of us on LinkedIn that have kind of built a friendship up since lockdown, and we've never met each other. Some of them are meeting for the first time today because they live close to each other. And one of them's having a baby. Now, I can tell you this because by the time this goes out, just in case she's listening, uh, it won't matter. We're throwing a surprise baby shower online. So we've sent in our baby pictures, what we were like as kids, and we're going to play little games. We're going to wear either a pink or a blue T-shirt, depending on what we think the baby's going to be. Uh, and we've each chipped in a bit of money to get her like a baby group with the group's logo on. I think some flowers, some toys for the baby and everything like that. And I I can't wait to actually meet them and it's kind of almost just give them a hug going, it's just like I wanna meet them now. It's like we've grown kind of it's almost a bond. Um and we have a networking event every Wednesday where we have speakers and everything. Occasionally we just talk. And normally once the speaker's gone we got ask how everyone is and we're brutally honest. If we're having a bad day, we'll tell each other about it. Um, or if we've got any problems, we'll tell each other. It's like we're all there. We're all in the same boat. And I think that's what people who don't work in events don't understand. It's kind of we're one big family. We all help each other out. And it's kind of we bounce off each other. Um, one of them's doing, I think, a course at the moment. And one of them, it's like, oh, you've got to approach a supplier. Well, the way I approach a supplier or a buyer or kind of a venue is I pick up the phone and go, hi, or I meet them at events. I show them what I do. It's, oh, yeah, I just can't wait to get out there, back to normal, whatever the new normal is, as long as I can put a smile on people's faces. Um, that's all that matters. I've got a few more of these things to read out and... Uh, yeah, here we go. What does an event mean to you? And she went, a gathering of people to celebrate an occasion or build connections and communicate with others. Creating memories is definitely in amongst events. Creating memories is definitely in amongst events. And that's what we set out to do. So whether it be a birthday party, a wedding, anything we want to make that event the best event it can be but more importantly we want people to remember that event long after the event's finished like with my magic you'll forget kind of most of the tricks i do but you won't forget how it made you feel and that's the bit that i kind of i want you to hold on to as good as it is kind of making crosses appear on a white stick or getting a sign card into a wallet I want you to remember that kind of a week down the line, six months, a year, whatever. I mean, there's people I know now who I've been friends with for six years who work in events and they still remember kind of where we almost first met. And there could be events that have happened months ago. Well, it's literally months ago. And they'll remember bits of it. Um, 
I'm like putting a smile on someone's face. The other night I turned up to register because you pre-registered online. And uh, she went, what area are you in? And it's like area one. Like, cool, because there are different areas depending on which site you were at. And she went, first name. <laughs> and I went, Magic Man. And she went, sorry. I went, Magic Man. So she looks on the list, sees Magic Man, ticks me off and smiles. I could have put my real name. But it's just like, you know what? Every opportunity I get, I'll put Magic Man down there because it puts a smile on someone's face and you never know where they go, why are you called that? Where well, I can then show you a trick. Uh, another person wrote, uh, events bring people together, can be to celebrate, to learn, to meet. Uh, <laughs> I missed the comma, hang on. Uh, events bring people together, uh, can be to celebrate, to learn, to meet new people with opportunities. So the other week I talked about the Magic Convention in London. And uh, I'm not sure whether it's going to happen in January. We'll have to wait and find out. Having 500 magicians in one hotel, basically kind of sitting down, sessioning together. I'm optimistic, but at the back of my head, it's just like maybe they have to push it to a bit later. I, I don't know. Um, and the friendships I've built with magicians there and just kind of improve, like helping each other out. We're all in the same industry. There's no point kind of trying to compete with each other. So the second you try and compete, you're going to start losing, I think. Um, and then another person wrote, I've only got a few more of these, but I think they're important. For me, events mean the opportunity to work on creating unique experience. Hang on, I'm going to read that one again, but I'm going to take a sip of water. Hang on, here we go. Have a drink, help yourself. Mm. That's better. Uh, for me, events means the opportunity to work on creating unique experiences for my delegates, to work with incredibly talented individuals, and to see events come to fruition after months of planning. Um, we'll come back to that one in a minute. I know that's why. Another person, events means spending weeks or even months of planning to create something you are passionate about in order to achieve great memories for your guests. Great events are a mix of passion, good people, and fond memories. So this kind of memories, I, I always knew how important they were, but kind of seeing other people write them and mean them just makes it so much more personal. Um, and then this was the last one. And uh, this was the first one that popped in, um, but I thought I'd leave it to last because it was the first one I read and it, it's kind of, it's slightly emotional, but this is what she said. When I went, what do events mean to you? And she said this, a comment wouldn't be big enough. 18 years in events, eight as a freelancer. It's my life, my soul, my tears and smile. Um, she went, I've just helped coordinate the NE effort. We are an industry made up of a family that will always step up and always deliver. Um, yeah, and it's, it's a family at the moment that's in, in real trouble. Um, there are people I know who work at the most amazing venues who are losing their jobs. There are venues that are closing down. Um, 
and we need a lifeline. We we really do. It's so it's uh, it's an interesting one to talk about because everyone always sees the glamorous side of events, um, but it feels like we've been left behind a tiny bit. Well, not a tiny bit. It just feels like we've been left behind. Um, and I was talking to somebody the other night who works in the theatre. And you probably remember the government went, we've given £1.2 billion or something to the theatres. They haven't seen a penny of it. It's not arrived yet. So the government are saying one thing and they're not doing it. And then every time we try and get events back up running safely, like the other week, uh, the government went from the 1st of August, you can do events for up to 30 people, like wedding receptions. So everyone got ready. It's like, look, we're taking a step forward. So I know people who do like the marquees, the venues, the florists, the caterers, and they were all ready. And the Friday night about 8 p.m., the government turned around and went, sorry, can't do it, not allowed. Not even 24 hours notice. Can you imagine watching the news as a bride? You, you've had to postpone your major wedding and you've shrunk it down to follow the guidelines. The people you're working with have done everything within their power to make it as safe as possible. And the government turn around less than 24 hours and go, can't do it. Well, the marquee's up, the food's made, the flowers are cut. The guests, some of them are kind of travelling down or whatever. It's like... It's an industry on its knees. And seeing it the other night kind of made you realise how big the event industry is. And for those of you that don't realise kind of how big the event industry is, um, let me narrow down a few events that you don't, you wouldn't necessarily consider events, but they are, and it's the people that make them. So when you go and see a big concert, it's like, it looks amazing. Say you go to the O2. Um, well, let's break that, that down first. The O2 is a venue, um, and it's an amazing venue. Sorry, it's an amazing venue. I've done a few things there. Um, but you need, to make a concert look good, you need a stage. It's like, okay, well, that most of the time has got to be built. And then if you've seen, like, behind the scenes, like, dancing on ice or something, the studio itself, without any lighting, doesn't look great. So it's like, okay, uh, we have to make it look nice with light. So you get the lighting crew in. It's like, looks amazing. It's like, okay. And you get the band on stage. Well, hang on. The O2 seats thousands of people. The people at the back or towards the front even. If they're just playing the guitar normally or just singing, you're not going to hear them. So you then need the sound guys. And then you've got the people who kind of, once you've all left and you've dropped your rubbish on the floor, you need to pick that up. Uh, cruise example, cruise ships are another great example. Uh, when the cruise ships went, we can't run at the moment. Everyone went, oh, the cruise ships will be all right. Well, yeah, they probably will. But what about everyone who makes a cruise ship happen? All the staff, all the entertainers who come on. The entertainers have to be paid. And all of a sudden, if you're used to traveling on a cruise ship, entertaining all around the world, and that stops, well, that's a bit of a shock. Uh, and then you've got the people who have to advertise that these things are happening. Uh, and then how do you get to and from the cruise ships, like the food, the drink and everything? Well, that's another company that brings everything in. I, I just don't think people realise how many people 
or how much work goes into creating an event. You turn up and you you enjoy it, and that, that's what you're meant to do. You're not meant to kind of see your distress and pain, or not pain like the long hours that go in behind the scenes. Yes, I'm a magician, but I've also done enough events to kind of spot when something's not going necessarily right. And I can point that out to the caterers or whatever. Um, it's, oh, it doesn't make me angry, it just makes me kind of upset because when I was walking past the South Bank the other night, we were all socially distancing and you walk past the restaurants and the restaurants are packed. And it's just like, how can the restaurants be packed which isn't socially distancing, but we can't do small scale events. We just want to put a smile on people's faces. And I think the other thing the government don't understand is events don't happen overnight. It's not like we wake up and go, oh, I want to get married this weekend or I want to have a birthday party. It takes months of planning. Um, for example, when you go on holiday, you don't wake up the day before going, I'm going to book a flight, I'm going to do this hotel. You, you plan it. You go, you look into where you want to go and then you kind of go, okay, and you look at everything you can do over there. You look at flights and you look at different options. For example, if you want to fly British Airways or Virgin or whatever airline, you look at what's cheaper, but then you might be paying a bit more but getting a better service. Uh, I remember years ago, um, I was going down to France for holiday and I looked up flights and everyone went, I'll oh, check out EasyJet. So I looked at EasyJet and I think it was... £50 each way, and British Airways were, I think, 150 or something like that. So, normally you'd assume when I go EasyJet, and then I started looking into EasyJet a bit more, and that £50 each way didn't include a suitcase. It's like, okay, I need a suitcase. Well, that's all of a sudden, that's £20 each way, and that's another £40. Um, and then when I fly, I, I like going into the lounges, because I don't like ticking around airports doing nothing, fiddling my thumbs. Um, so it's like, okay, and this was back in the day when British Airways did food. Now, it wasn't much, it was a sandwich or something, but it was the customer service, you were made to feel welcome, and you knew they didn't have that many delays, and it's like, okay. In the end, British Airways actually worked out cheaper, and when I booked it, that time, it was cheaper to fly club than it was economy, because I think they released certain tickets at different times, and I just got lucky. Um, but I've written down a list here of events. Um, so obviously concerts, uh, TV shows are events. People go down, they watch them being filmed, so you've got an audience. Uh, you've, got an, you've then got like the sound, the lighting, the camera crew and everything. So important. Weddings. Now, birthdays. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pause it a second because there's someone I know who wrote an amazing post on... LinkedIn. Let me go and find it, and uh, I'll be back. I tell you what, play a little jingle, and uh, yeah, pause it. Go and have a quick drink, and uh, I'll see you back in a minute. Do you ever wish you could fly? You can just book an airline ticket. Go on, go on holiday. <laughs> sorry, not sorry at all. Here we go. Welcome back. I found the post. So, uh, 
This is what he wrote, and he's the meeting and events director at one of the big hotels in London. Um, and he wrote this. What's an event? You're born. It's a one-off event. Your birthday. Your first gig. Unforgettable. I, I still remember the first gig I did. Your family Christmas. Your 18th. Your family's birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Your works conference. Your annual holiday. Your first child. Uh, a life. A constant changing event. Imagine a world without you. And then imagine a world without events. Um, yeah. And then just looking through the comments, somebody's written this. Uh, brilliant. I've noticed throughout all of this that most people think of an event as weddings or parties. And this is like, there's, there's so much more than that. I think that's kind of what we've got to get into the public. Um, and then someone's, be, someone's put, where do we be in our lives without events? Uh, the event industry needs your help. Um, so how can you help? Number one, uh, if you go onto social media at the moment, you will find loads of stuff, including the hashtag, we make events. If you check it out, have a look. Um, Cheers, just check it out, share it, let people know kind of what we're going through. And if you are planning an event, give us a buzz. <laughs> we're ready on the end of the phone. I know so many of us that just want to have a chat with kind of the people who are booking events or just thinking about it. We've got so much knowledge, so many people we can kind of, if we don't know the answer to it, we probably know somebody who, who does. Um... So if you're planning an event for next year, whether it be a birthday, dinner party, wedding, concert, why not? Just kind of anything where you want to get a group of people together, give us a buzz. <laughs> We're waiting. It's, uh, we don't know when this is going to change, but we've got to take each day as it comes and find the positive in each day. Um, some days are harder than others, and you won't see us posting about that on social media. Yes, we have bad days. Uh, we have bad events occasionally. If you do enough, you don't have bad events. People who say, I've never had a bad event, sorry to say, you haven't done enough. Um, but the other night, when I was on the South Bank with all the event people performing magic, it was, it brought me back to performing again, and it just gave me the biggest buzz in the world. Um, I did some socially distanced magic the other week, like I mentioned on last week's podcast, and that was good, but it didn't give me the same feeling. It's like when you're doing magic for people and they're close. Now, when I say close, it was like a metre and a half, two metres. But it was within a, like, we're all in a group. We're all in the same situation. And it's not about the money. Like I've mentioned, it's, it's putting a smile on people's faces. It's making those unforgettable memories. Um, it's like taking a picture. If you've been to an event or whatever and you see a picture, as good as that picture is, and it can be from the best photographer, I know some of the most world's most amazing photographers, there's a chap called Baz, does amazing photography, does like football, weddings, the works. Check him out, um, baz.london is his website. And a genuinely nice chap. Um, 
a photo doesn't do it justice. It's a, it's almost a slight look behind the scenes. So this is what happened. But the memory of what happened will stay with you a hell of a lot longer than a photo will. And every time I'm learning a new trick, I kind of I sit down and I fall in love with the effect. And I go out and perform it and people fall in love with it. I forget about the method. The method is no longer important. It just happens. And this is something I changed years ago. And I can't remember where I heard it. I either read it in a book or somebody told it to me. I wish I knew who it was. It's like the second you start looking at your magic like everybody else does, it will change overnight. And it really did, but it's, it's kind of, you don't see it happening. It's just kind of all of a sudden, a card's appearing in a wallet or like in between their hands. And you have no idea how it got there. You just go through. So I now watch the trick as you're as kind of a spectator. So when it does appear in between your hand or in my wallet or somewhere, or a coin disappears, I'm enjoying it. And if you ever see me perform, and I hope to God you do, because like I've said, as good as it is seeing it online, when you see it live, oh, it's it's the best feeling in in the world. Um, I think everyone in their life needs to experience live magic, because until you've seen it live, you might go, I'm not sure. And yes, there are people out there. I know I'm going from the around, but it's what it's what I'm passionate about. Um, the second you stop looking at it as a trick and you believe it for what it is I think you'll see the whole world in a completely different light I really do um, so my question to you is have you ever seen Magic Live or have you only seen it on TV if you've seen it on TV try and find a magic show or something near you when all this is kind of over and just experience it live. I, I beg you, just go out and just support everyone. Go out to the theatres, go out, see the street entertainers, go out and... If I'm on a train, I'll probably do magic. Book me for an event, give me a chat. It's kind of... I've got different packages to suit different people. You tell me what you want, I'll see what I can do. Um, or just drop me a line, say hi, it's kind of, it's an amazing industry to be part of, and the other night proved it, it made me proud to work in events, I was proud to work in events anyway, but I've met so many amazing people, I've been to so many amazing places, and what's brought me to the amazing places and met these amazing people is either a coin or a pack of cards as an introduction, that's all it is. And then we've become really good friends. And I can't wait until we actually catch up and see each other again. Even with like a handshake or something, just kind of... I, th I think most of you kind of, you find it hard to understand how important the events industry is to kind of... Until it starts disappearing. And still the concerts you go to aren't happening, the theatre shows don't happen, the TV shows that you know and love, kind of, there aren't as many episodes. The event industry is a lot bigger than anyone realises unless you're working in it. 
If you go onto Google, I'll tell you what, I, I will do it now. I've got my iPad here. If you've got your phone with you, uh, go onto Google and type in what are events. Um, I haven't done this before, but it'd be uh, interesting to see what comes up. So, the dictionary's definition of an event. A thing that happens or takes place, especially one of importance. Or a planned public or social occasion. Uh, sporting even does that. Each of several particular contests making up a sports event. The Olympics this year. Um, you've got those athletes that train for years upon years to get ready for the Olympics. And all of a sudden it's taken away. Um, let's see what happens if I go to images. Here we go. What is an event? Um... An organised occasion such as a meeting, convention, exhibition, special event, gala dinner, etc. Um, just if you could do me one favour, and it's not going to take you long, go onto Google or go onto Twitter, search, search for the hashtag We Make Events. Or go on to Instagram, look at the events people. Follow me as well, I'm on there. Uh, search for Magic Man London. Um, and let me know what events mean to you. Because I've got the insight from the events people, but I really want to know what events mean to you. Um, but have a look on the internet first. I'll almost make like a list of five things that you didn't realise made up an event or everything that went into an event for example a wedding a wedding is taking months of planning because you've got to get the venue the photographer like me like the entertainment you've got to invite people you've got to save the date we put our heart and soul into every event we do to make it the best event and create that lasting memory for you and I hope to God they get back to what they were. And like I mentioned before, it's not about the money. It's about doing what we love. And the amount of people who work in events because that's their passion. And they enjoy seeing the looks on people's faces is why we all do it. We're not expecting you to kind of... Oh, what's the word we're looking for? I'm not expecting you to kind of look into absolutely everything that makes an event. That's our job. That's what we do. Just next time you go to an event, just look around at all the small things that you never really paid attention to. And if you see somebody there, like a caterer or whatever, just say thank you. Or ask, don't ask how we are, because we'll say we're fine. We always say we're fine. But just appreciate everything that goes on behind the scenes to make sure that you have the best event possible. And that's, that's all I ask. Um, there's no magic story this week because I wanted to keep it purely about events. Uh, magic stories will be back next week. If there's anything, if there's any questions you want to ask me, please ask away. Either leave a voice message or send me a message on Instagram. Um, I look forward to hearing some of your comments. Look after yourselves and... Uh, 
I hope to see you at an event either this year or next year or some point in the future. Uh, there is lots of exciting stuff that I'm now pushing towards. Like a TV show, I'm thinking about going on uh, lecturing magicians about how to come up with routines and structuring stuff together. I've got so much I want to do that I've been planning during lockdown and I've decided that nothing's going to stop me from doing it. Um, on, a, on a closing note, at the moment, most of the event industry are on universal credit, so we're getting about £400 a month. Um, I'm used to earning about £500 an event. So, yeah, if I don't, I don't know what the message is there. Just kind of bear with us, bear with the government. I know they're trying to drag us down, but we're fighting. We really are. Um, on a positive note, like I just said, I'm working on all this stuff. Next week, we're all back to normal. Um, I will leave you with that. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. I know it's Friday, but enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the weather. Uh, the thunder has just started here. Now, when it started with the thunder yesterday, there was thunder for like two, three minutes, and then the heat got hotter. It's like, how? How? Um, stay cool. Look after yourselves. And I will see you next week. Blimey, for episode 10. Uh, take care. Bye. Magic Talks. Magic Man London.